I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. What a jolly day. La, We're back la, la. in Santa Cruz. We're back. What a jolly day. <laughs> we miss you, New York. I'm actually really happy to be back in Santa Cruz because it's fall, 2018, and I love fall. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. I know. Everywhere. Pumpkin, pumpkin in your bum. Pumpkin in your hair. Pumpkin in your bum. Pumpkin snowflakes. What? Everywhere. I still want to know about this bum. I just wanted to rhyme some things. Pumpkin in your bum. Pumpkin in your bum. I don't know. I just saw some pumpkin um, cereal in my cabinet via I'd my partner's child. She's not really a child. She's 14. But I'm just saying she likes pumpkin things. I'd eat it. <laughs> I love pumpkin things. We can go sample it after this episode. Ooh, yeah. I like making pumpkin um, waffles, pumpkin everything, pumpkin cookies. <gasps> you just got me excited. Okay, anyways, enough about pumpkin. So this episode is very exciting. We have a straight male escort, also known as a gigolo. We found out that that is um pc at least he said it was okay uh, on the episode so we're really excited and yes it maybe is a little bit um, heteronormative in that he is a straight male escort who only works with straight women so he's speaking from that perspective um so if that's not your jam then it might not be your jam otherwise um there's a lot of really interesting things there to listen to he's got a lot to share so stay tuned well how many times do you get to listen to a straight male escort talking about that was my first time yeah besides when i watched that showtime series gigolos which is a tv show now you like this is a real human i know i was like how does that work yeah yeah very interesting so that's coming up um but before we dive into the podcast some announcements um numero uno our online video series is coming out it's so dope Woo-hoo! it's coming out the end of october this is 2018 so october 30th is our launch day it goes october 30th to november 20th it is four weeks and we have already sold a couple spots and we have limited capacity uh, it's what you, and <laughs> Really, I can't even say it, but I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> speaking um, our own language. <laughs> I'm really excited because it's such a great four-week series. Like, I've taken other really amazing four-week courses from, like, famous authors, and ours is so badass. It's just as good, if not better. So it's worth it, the investment. And if you don't get in this first release of ours, the first uh, probably Round. 40 yeah. or 50 people that we accept. I think we're only doing 30. Oh, are we? Yeah, you don't remember. Oh, yeah, we talked about oh, this. Shit. <laughs> Maybe I was drinking wine. Yeah, she drank some wine. <laughs> but we can't accept that many because we're doing video calls with this. So you'll have a chance to talk with Amy and I directly in the flesh, real time. That won't be offered to the folks afterwards. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get in now. Get it, get it now. So that in this round, you get uh, it's four weeks, but you get a video every week. Then there's also a live video call once per week, and and that's with a big group. And then there's also a Facebook group that's a private group to interact with us and all of um, your other female identified folks. So this round, it's erotic empowerment workshop. So turn into your most badass erotic self. Get clear on who you really are as a sexual being, and start making your own rules for your sexuality. Um, for female identified folks, I hope to see you there. There's go to our website. Lo- yes shamelesssex.com and if you go under the online video series it's there and um we again only limited spots april thought it was 50 it's the more like 30 and so i tend to exaggerate yeah. things uh-huh. and i was like there's 50 lucky people in the united states and or all over the globe that can be a part of this we don't do it in any other languages because obviously we're american american americans okay. usually i was i was that joke little... remember that joke that i told that one time what was that joke like what do you call a person that speaks Two languages? Not American? No. What do you call it? Someone's a bilingual. What do you call a person that speaks three languages? Uh, Trilingual. What do you call a person that speaks one language? American. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, God. Not PC, but I like it. (laughs) Is that a a microaggression? I I was teaching April about microaggressions the other day. I mean... Anything that microaggression is like this, this subtle under, 
under underground underlying way that we may say a like racist or um uh, aggressive thing that we're not we don't even know we're doing it sometimes or we like do. i always grew up saying i'm gonna sit indian style and i'm yes. like that isn't totally, totally micro pc indian style indian burn yeah very yeah yes, complete microaggression so uh-huh. i'm trying to be mindful of that and i'm not doing that anymore i say cross-legged now uh-huh yeah and then there's like the other part of it like oh people are so exhausted with having to be so politically correct and i understand that too i understand that um that stepping you want to like feeling like you're walking on eggshells is exhausting so i think the best we can do is try our best and if someone corrects us is just to say oh i didn't know that can you explain more about that and i will try better next so time so if That's my it. joke offended you amy i'm sorry i wasn't Americans. offended monty the dog is very offended that he's looking at you right now he hates you i wish that i was better at speaking languages i know so maybe my lack of being able to attain languages is because i like to drink wine that might be it and Margin's wine. I saw that she's making new wine. Sangiovese and she's making Pinot Noir. I saw both of them on her Instagram. I know. I'm very excited. If you all aren't involved in receiving her newsletter, she doesn't send out very many newsletters at all. But when she does, it's about her reserved amount of wine that she makes. And her name's Megan Bell, local Santa Cruz wine. But it can be shipped all over the country, the United States. Um, there's only a couple of exceptions. Uh, but check out her s- website. It's marginswine.com. And if you want to buy three or more bottles, uh, you save 10% at checkout. You just use the code SHAMELESSSEX10. But if you buy a half a case or six or more bottles and use the code SHAMELESSSEX15, you can get 15% off. And I, I hate to tell you this right now when we're recording this. She's almost tapped out of wine. I don't think she has anything available besides her Chenin Blanc. However, you can use those coupon codes for her new releases, the Sangiovese, along with the Pinot Noir that will hopefully be done maybe uh, next month, October. I don't know. I don't know how wine works. I saw her bottling it, so I don't know. Oh, well, yes. If she's bottling it, then it's ready. Then it'll probably hit the shelves soon. So (gasps) sign up. So excited. Get her newsletter. Go buy the wine. Maybe you can pre-order it. I actually don't know. Raw wine, people. Raw wine is as organic as it gets. Woman-owned and operated delicious wine. And um, I've told you this before, but April is a motherfucking wine snob, and she loves this wine. So I'm like a wine club member. I'm like... I am kind of a wine um, connoisseur. Yeah. I prefer because <laughs> snob makes me sound bitchy. You're not bitchy. Chip. I'm not bitchy. You're not actually. She's yeah. That's true. When you are ordering wine in the restaurant, you're not bitchy. You're always really nice. April's a wonderful person to wait on, also because you did work in restaurants for about time. Right. Hours. Yeah. I'm mindful of the folks. I like yeah. stack the plates. Yeah, she does. And I, uh, I'm really nice to people in the service industry. I'm like, I like. Why wouldn't you be nice to them? This is why I think everyone who eats at a restaurant should work in a restaurant at least for like two days. At least for two days so to get understand. a sense of urgency. Yeah, to understand. It's like one of the most intense jobs. And that's not true. People work in the ER. There's plenty of them. Yeah. And the fact that like, I mean, there, no one's going to die. <laughs> it's actually not the most intense job. And someone, <laughs> like, someone in the we ER. We need that pizza. Like, yeah, pepperoni pizza stand. <laughs> but, but people act that way, though. I know. If they you do. Take two, I'm hungry. I'm like, two I'm minutes sorry. too long to get their table. It's like the world exploded. Or and you have a, a table of, of like six individuals that really need a cocktail because it's super awkward. And you're like, hi. They're like, I need a drink. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Awkward silence. I feel like I've been on both sides of that before. Um, Okay, so another announcement. If you are in Santa Cruz, everyone, and you are a parent and you have children of all ages, whether you have a child that is a newborn and will soon, uh, not soon, at some day be a sexually active teen, (laughs) sexually active person, um, or if you have a sexually active teen, um, there's a workshop in Santa Cruz. There's two different nights. It's October 24th is one of the options, and that's at Luma Yoga Studio. It's called Let's Talk About Sex a workshop for parents and you come it's a two-hour class and you learn about how to talk to your kids about sex and again even if your kids are not even close to being sexually active um can still give you the information even how to talk to young people about sex way before they're so if you have a 10 year old or 11 year old that eventually will be yes um sexually active because we all will get there yeah at some point and i actually said the date incorrectly because october 24th is actually at pure pleasure because we're doing it two different days two different weeks so october 24th 2018 it's a workshop is at pure pleasure you can sign up at purepleasureshop.com and if you can't make that one um october 17th it is at luma yoga studio and it's the same exact workshop they're just two different nights because 
a lot of folks can only make it one different night. So that is also available to you, and I recommend it. Because Oh, yeah, I didn't say I'm one of the teachers. Ha, ha, that's happening, too. <laughs> uh, I'm one of the teachers alongside Gina Lapore. Gina is an awesome sex educator. She has a master's in human sexuality, also has two kids of her own. Didn't so you do a uh, podcast with her in the beginning? We did, yeah, a while ago in the beginning of it the Shameless like Sex Days. sex with teenagers. Or I, I was wasn't on it, but I listened to it, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it was called, some, called Let's Talk About Sex. And now we're just... Though it was, we used to do these workshops. It was for parents to come with their kids, and we will probably still do that in the future, but we're trying this new round of just t- talking to the parents, just getting to the parents by themselves. Wise. Yeah, it's a little scary because to go with your kid. And sometimes you're not comfortable enough to open that subject up to your child, or again, like you said, they're not sexually active yet, yeah. at, you think, yeah. you know, so you can kind of get the tools necessary to uh, guide them through that process. Yeah. What about Pure Pleasure? Don't you have something cool happening with uh, this month's special? Pure Pleasure's special. I don't even know the October special yet. Oh, no. I need Because I haven't made the newsletter. That's probably why. Oh. But we always have 15% off for our <laughs> listeners. And that's off the entire store. If you use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps, you get all sex toys, all the things at 15% off. Don't forget to use it. Um, we've had a lot of... Um, sales at pure pleasure that I've, I've heard that they've been selling a lot of the hot octopus toys these days oh selling really well Give a little shout out to my hot octopus oh. team there in london england what i like the way that you say that <laughs> london um, do you know who I, when speaking of shout outs our interns oh we love our interns our interns are really like how they're my spirit animals and i don't say that about everyone that's very california but like you're my spirit animal <laughs> But they're both my spirit animal, like my little unicorns of amazingness. And can we say their names on air? I don't even know. Um, we should talk to them first. We about will. It, we'll but, ask. But them, make we'll sure just it's say consensual. that. Right, as for now, we have two interns, and we um, are super stoked on you all. And for everyone else who applied who didn't get the intern job, we were so happy to see that. Like what 30 of you sent us emails More, probably i think closer to 40 it was awesome and it yeah. just we just made us feel so so loved and so supported and um and it just we needed it too like with having these interns has been really really helpful and it's only helping us to grow and to get the message out there and to um to continue doing what we do to help and answer sex questions when we had oh geez i know an, an abyss although now we haven't answered any because they're in a special folder well we did like two weeks ago but we yeah no, we, are, you, are you saying that now we made it worse so <laughs> like now we're yeah, never like now do it. it's not on my radar as much no, we need it's not as stressful no we just need to go yeah yeah so we're still doing that we're still answering sex questions but now we have support in terms of which sex questions to answer so thank you interns do you know what i'm even more excited about what is that chip <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I have actually discovered how to make what I thought was good sex, even borderline great sex. Um, I figured out how to make it even better. What did you do? So I went on to OMGS, which you've talked about for years now. Like, oh, like yeah, it's like, oh my God, yes. Oh my o- God, yes. OMGS.com. And I started checking out what their offerings are. And at first I was like, wait, like, how does this, how does this all work? And then I realized it's interactive and it's really fucking cool. And give them the rundown because you're the one that kind of has told me about it over the years and I finally checked it out I have been fascinated with OMGS for a long time I should say that slower OMGS.com so OMGS is a uh, is educational but what I will say is like more for the most part the biggest piece is that it's offering people how to take good sex to great sex how to um, if you already think that you knew all the things of how to have really good and connected sex how to pleasure your body how to pleasure another body and this is specifically about female body folks because it's about vulvas for the um, season one and season two um, how to take it up a notch like with if you thought you already knew all the things and then you watch these videos and you're like, what? I didn't know about swirls and spirals and edging. And then you try these things on your body or another body and all of a sudden you've added all these other things to the menu that you didn't even know were possible. That porn is not showing you. I was usually just like, like <laughs> <laughs> or just take a vibrator on yeah. there. Well, no, with my hands even. Yeah. I was always like, because honestly, I'm a vibrator. I'm in the vibrator world. Like I have a lot of vibrators, but when I'm on the road, half the time I either have my sales kit, which I'm not going to use use because it's you have others strangers holding yeah holding in their hands i'm not comfortable with that so i use my hand and i just discovered i just keep discovering myself through 
what they're offering because they did research yeah. with it, actual th- humans. They did the first round was a thousand women for this one. So the f- season one on OMGS, it's all vulva, external vulva stimulation. So they show you all these different ways that you can touch a vulva with your hands externally and how these women are having orgasms. And there's even interactive modules we can practice the strokes. And the, the, the best thing about the practice is that you actually get the experience of what it gets to be at feedback. Like you practice strokes and you actually get the experience of that communication that can happen in sexuality. So it's which communication sounds like a uh, word, but it, word. it's actually no one wants the word. No, it's, it's you're like learning a new language. Like you're speaking the language of sex. Well, it's like looking at a menu and didn't, not even knowing that, it existed. Something that it's like you me didn't looking even at a wine think menu about. Be like Sangiovese. Yeah, like, or being like, Sangiovese. I didn't even know that that was an offering that was on the table in the world today. Like your imagination couldn't even think it up. So this has really upped your sex life. You're in your understanding well, your own body. And I'm only a, a little bit, a little bit into it. Uh-huh. There's sixty some offerings there's a lot in there, and they're yeah. coming out with another one season two is coming out yes yeah, so yeah. season one is available now and folks can buy season one right now and season two is coming out and for season two um it is going to be all internal stimulation and sh- and um the people at omgs even gave us a code to give you alls it's so that you can get a discount so if you go yeah. to omgs.com backslash shameless then you get five dollars off and the five dollars off you get five dollars off of the season and that's all you buy is a season it's not a subscription you when you buy it one time then you own it forever you can watch the videos over and over and over again forever and so Which it's essentially is, buying there's an online so season. many that it, mm-hmm. you know you have access to them f- for an eternity so if you want to up your game and you like vulvas uh you love vulvas you have a vulva you admire vulvas this is for you and look out for season two. Super excited. Internal stimulation. G spot. I'm like, I'm so excited. It's like about a that. video game that's interactive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pussy video. Game? Yeah. It's like a pussy video game. Oh my God. She's, that's how I felt. She's having too much fun with that thing. All right. Um, okay. So there's that piece. I did um, ask Anthony Asante, who is our guest though, about OMGS. I should have asked him if he's ever seen it. Yeah. Where did he learn his pussy pleasing yeah. skills? <laughs> he does have his. Yeah. <laughs> so that was why yeah, we didn't ask that question. Who yeah. taught? you how to pleasure the pussy i know next time he had a mentor though oh yeah yeah i wonder if they actually taught me how to please the pussy though i don't know they showed him a diagram yes yeah, so you like stroke, stroke. see that sounds see, but boring yes would give you feedback see a diagram doesn't do jack shit it's called 2018 folks we got we have so many resources now for I like for sex i'm so excited technology. to be human today all right, Did everyone. you have one more announcement? No, I think that was it. We're kind of in a little quirky mood. My yeah. brain is like, we just got back from New York, and then we're going to Germany in a couple of days, so oh, no. my brain is kind of mush. I suggested recording a podcast on the airplane, and Amy was like, mm, nah. She wants I to, am like, so out of it. I didn't hear you suggest pill. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm going to be high as a Kai on the airplane. <laughs> I do not do long flights without being like super medicated. I'm going to be poking her with like a, a long stick to make sure she's still alive. Yeah, no, I like to be super medicated. I mean, I can I can fly, like do a five-hour flight fine, but you're putting me on an 11-hour flight. I am highly medicated in my seat, and it is wonderful. Well, we're gonna we're gonna record a podcast in Germany, so stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. Okay, you ready for the um, the straight male escort, I Anthony am. Asante? Let's do this. Here we go. All right, everyone, podcast time as promised. And before we dive in, I am going to read the bio about our guest speaker. So Anthony Asante is a Washington, D.C.-based straight male escort providing warm, sensual, and professional companionship full-time to women only. A sensual warrior who's one of the world's first and only straight male companions catering exclusively to women certified in bondage and providing exclusively to women. To learn more, visit anthonyasante.com. Welcome, Anthony. Hot bio. Hey. <laughs> Hi. You know... I sound really good. <laughs> I like to meet that guy. <laughs> I think a lot of listeners are saying they're like, uh, okay, so how do I get to Washington, D.C.? I know. Well, we're like, yeah, happy to have you on here. So it's funny, uh, like a, a couple of months ago, April and I were talking about how we, um, we need more men on the show. And then we got a lot of men on the show all of a sudden. And it still is something because, you know, we are two women leading the show. It's just really nice to have um, a, a man's voice and, and, um, it's really nice to have a man's voice who does the work that you do. So we're really, we've been really excited about this. We've been talking about it for a long time. <laughs> it's true. Thank you. 
So can wow. you t can you tell us about yourself and how you know how you have a really amazing profession? We absolutely love what you're doing and um, going over your website. It's really phenomenal. You have a lot of different skill set, but can you tell us how you you know how did you get where you are today? Uh, sure. And uh, first of all, um, thank you for having me uh, on the podcast. And uh, as I mentioned in an email, you know, I think it's great that uh, you all have a um, non-apologetic um, uh, take uh, on sexuality uh, for women and for yourselves. You know, I love it. Thank you. Okay. Um, go ahead. So about you, tell us, how did <laughs> okay. you get to where you are today? How do you get to being a straight male escort, a sensual warrior? And wait, is Gigolo not PC? Because I was wondering, is escort the most like, pro like how, you know, I want to know. What is Gigolo? I know. What is, what is it? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I think today it's they are interchangeable. Uh, some time ago there was a delineation. Today, for the most part, they are the same, um, with the exception that uh, gigolo means exclusively women. Male escort or male escort could be um, a guy who caters to both men and women. Straight male escort. Uh, um, sort, sort of um, uh, has that connotation that you provide companionship strictly to women. Uh, but for the most part, when one says a straight male escort catering to women uh, and um, someone else mentions gigolo, they are pretty much the same. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right, good to know. And so, so, but a gigolo is not offensive. Like, if I were to say, "Oh, you work as a gigolo," is that is that what, is that like a PC term? Is it offensive? Is it like mm, doesn't feel that good? Not, not to me. Some women, uh, very few, uh, but some are actually intimidated uh, by that term. I remember uh, a woman a couple of years ago who contacted me. And uh, and then she sort of went out of contact. We hammered out some details, and uh, and I never heard from her again. Did you need time? Okay. Right, so they, it was just a little, yeah, a little bit, uh, in, yeah, intimidating. I guess is the word. It's just um, a little too much i don't know i don't know why yeah it's interesting how terminology really makes a big difference for folks so yeah and she went on to actually tell me that term intimidates me can you use something else <laughs> okay uh, straight male escort does that work for you <laughs> so how did you get to where you are today then how does okay. one what is the what is the the process the journey um well um, for me, it was unique. I was working in uh, IT. I worked in the IT field for many, many years. Um, I got tired of it and decided to go to law school. And uh, in my second year of law school, I met a lawyer, a uh, female. We had a great conversation. Um, she asked me out for dinner and uh, she made a neat and decent proposal, as I call it. <laughs> She wanted me to provide her some joy and some passion and some excitement. Um, she was at the top of her game professionally, uh, but in her personal romantic life, uh, it wasn't. It was a totally different story. So she decided to um, um, engage uh, a guy um, for pay. And um, instead of going to an escort agency, um, she decided to pop the question with me because we were already connecting and uh, we're building rapport. And that was something that was very important to her. And she may not have automatically received that by going through an escort agency. So um, later on, she introduced me to some of her professional friends that were in the same boat. And uh, that's how Anthony Asante 
uh, got started. Oh, I have to add one more thing. Um, I started to research a business. Uh, I found a, a mentor uh, and um, uh, another guy that, that wrote books and um, uh, counseled um, uh, budding male escorts. And uh, I paid for their time and they told me the do's and don'ts and uh, they took me under their wing and, and taught me everything that I needed to know. So that's Anthony Asante. That's great. That's, that's awesome. It's someone, you always need a good mentor, no matter yeah. what you're doing yeah. professionally. And it's a big, scary world out there. So having a mentor for sex work specifically and for yeah. your kind of work, I mean, and over the years, I'm sure, I don't know, how long have you been um, servicing women all over? Uh, I started in 2011, so I guess it would be seven years. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, seven years. So I'm sure you, you know, you learn more and more with every experience. Of course. And um, so, I mean, when most folks think about sex workers, they think that it's specifically going to serve the male population. And obviously that isn't so. Um, obviously there's plenty of women that you're, uh, you know, paying attention to their sexual desires and um, their sensual experiences. And um, what, like, what do you think? why is this important and why do you think women's desires um why do you think they desire to pay for passion okay um actually i think that uh they're paying for something a little more than passion uh, what i've found is that many women are it's really a take on the society itself uh, women are in the position in which they have to assert uh, their masculine nature. You know, we all have uh, both qualities, male and female. Uh, in fact, biologically, everyone starts out at female, uh, uh, as a female. And probably, what, six to 10 weeks into gestation, um, if you're going to become a male, you grow a penis instead of a, a, a vagina. You, instead of ovaries, those ovaries become uh, testicles. Uh, but anyway, uh, what happens is that there is a, in my opinion, there is a lack of balance between the masculine and the feminine. If one stays out of their balance ratio too long, there, be, there becomes problems. I think that women, uh, because they are in situations where they have to fend for themselves, uh, where they are making decisions about so many different things, um, where they are uh, in positions uh, where they are they may be the CEO, the president, uh, whatever it is. Um, they tend to um, um, upset the balance between their femininity and their masculinity. What and, and men do the same thing also. If if we're in positions where we are uh, in the feminine role too long. If you stay outside of what your natal, spiritual, um, um, your natal, spiritual role is, there becomes problems. Uh, what I believe what women are really seeking is they want to feel my or some other male escorts masculinity so that they can feel their own femininity. Mm -hmm. For instance, a woman does not need a man to pull out a chair or to open a door, but it sure makes a woman feel good when a man does that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily need a woman to cook for me. I 
I cook for myself. I learned how to cook early. My mother taught me how to do it. But God, it feels good when a woman makes food for me. Uh, so it, it is it is being in those roles or being able to feel yourself counterbalanced by the opposite genders uh, a role uh, that that makes, in the case of a woman, makes her feel so good that she's willing to uh, pay for that connection. And that's what they're really paying for. They're paying for that connection in which they can feel their own femininity through a guy's masculinity. Mm -hmm. Perhaps not having to, as you were saying, run, they're, most of the women that you're servicing, it sounds like, are in some power positions and they tend to get into these roles where they're constantly having to decide big things and it's nice to for you to do the work for them in terms of of what a typical relationship maybe they're desiring out of it but um they're getting it from you you can kind of take the pressure off exactly you know um most of the (laughs) as you mentioned most are in roles in which they are uh making decisions all the time and most of the time they want me just to make the decisions. This is what we're going to do. This is where we're going. Uh, we're going to have a great time. Uh, and they trust that, you know, I am going to deliver. Um, and uh, so that that is really uh, what I see. And one doesn't necessarily have to be in those, uh, a, a CEO or in those power jobs. Uh, the, the The nature of, Femininity and the nature of masculinity uh, sort of dictates that in that uh, women, uh, for lack of a better term, from what I from what I've seen so far, tend to be less aggressive. Men tend to be aggressive. Uh, women tend to um, uh, be flexible. Men tend to be inflexible. Uh, so one wants one wants to be who they naturally uh um what their spirit or 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 gender um uh tends to tends to want to be and i want to make this clear i'm glad that women are taking on these uh, roles. What I advocate is a balance and bringing balance back to the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not like I even back to the point where it's not about um, I need a woman to cook for me. A woman needs a man to hold a door open for them. It's that um, it's, it brings it, it feels nice, and so there's this part of it that just kind of balances things out, where someone can take a step back and um, let someone else um, take care of them, I guess. And I think the the masculinity and femininity thing, too. Um, there's just so so much where uh, I, I guess we call it research, but information about how. Um, there it's really awesome what we're doing with like the me too movement and uh, the feminist movements and um and you know women who the are starting to i guess they're they're predicting that women will actually be making more money than men at some point um mm-hmm. overall and uh but that doesn't mean that they're taking away all the other roles that women are doing too right so they're working really hard making all the money and still you know running a household or and, and not always but um i could see why it would tip i would it would tip the balance and um and that women would be operating more in this like linear doer. I got this self-sufficient, got to take care of myself, masculine and why the men that they're in relationships with or are dating aren't showing up in that masculine. Also one, there's not a lot of room for it Two, The men might not be socialized that way. So for a woman to find someone such as yourself where there's no strings attached and you're a professional who can just show up in the way that their, their system is craving how nice that could feel to just be like, ah, okay. I could just like let go here and let this person here, whatever it is I'm craving, you know, maybe it is a craving for you to be more in your feminine, but like whatever that is for you to just show up in that way. So I think that's, that's, and I, you know, one of the questions we had was like, why is, 
Um, why do we hear about sex work happening more so for men paying for sex work to, to have sex with women or not even just sex, but to have companionship with women? Um, why aren't we hearing it, the roles reversed? And I think that's, you know, that's all part of it, of why like the, the shadow side, or not the shadow, but why it's kind of in the shadows. It's just, um, it's filling a void that people aren't even considering. Um, so, so in terms of the sessions, you, just, you said there's companionship is a really big thing, but we, I know that you do from looking at your website, um, you do bond massage, you do central massage, you do the boyfriend experience companionship, you do couples work. Um, what do all these sessions look like? And I'm sure it's very diverse, but, um, can you tell us a little bit about the different, the, the, the dynamics of the sessions that you offer folks? Uh, sure. Uh, first Give me, give me, let me know who's who first. This is Amy speaking now. Amy. Okay, Amy. And April. All right. Um, uh, you're right, Amy. All of them are very different. In fact, I pride myself on saying um, on no two sessions. I refer to them as adventures, ever being the same, even with the same client. Uh, having said that, I always find out what is it that they would like and um, or what is it that would be the most perfect adventure for them? And then I'll come up with some um, recommendations. Um, I have had, well, one of the most recent ones, um, uh, uh, a one, uh, a woman called me and um, wanted to, go do something physical outside. Um, I recommended actually go-kart racing. Uh, we did that for a number of hours. I felt that she wanted to, uh, or that she needed to do something physical, feel like a kid again. Um, other ones, other clients um, may want just a bond massage. Uh, other ones may want something more intimate. Um, some may just want to talk on the phone. Um, some want it all. And that's where the boyfriend experience comes in. But uh, there is nothing that is common in every session it, because it's, it's always different. Um, even with um couples you know some couples want to do this some couples want to do that um generally with couples uh there tends to be something uh more sexual oriented um but that hasn't always been the case but generally with couples uh it is sexual oriented like are you would it be more so you um, being intimate with the female partner, because I mean, you specialize in work, you only work with women, and then the male partner watching, or what does that mean? Uh, it has been with the male partner watching, it has been with the male partner joining us after a certain, a certain amount of time. Okay, hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, I've, I mean, we've had people that have asked about that, like, how do we, how do we find, we want to have a threesome, how do we have a threesome, how do we find this other person, and like, you know, yeah, there you go. And then you get a professional who knows what the hell they're doing. And then once again, the, the biggest fear that people have about that is the strings attached, yeah. right? That's like a no strings attached once again. And you're good at what you do, obviously, because you've been doing it for so long. So you were kind of the perfect counterpart for that. So that's great. I like, I like to always joke that, well, I am a professional. So, well. Maybe that didn't go over well. When people say uh, I'm okay, <laughs> <but> I, <can. laughs> I am a professional. Yeah. So we can't see you. So I know. I was like, Wait. Yes, he's a professional. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to have like the smile that goes with it too. Um, so I have one other question before we move on about that. Um, so would you say though, on average, when you are seeing a client, you know, meeting with a woman, she's your client. Are you, is there actual sex, sex, like sexual intimacy or is it, is that happens most of the time or is it more companionship most of the time? Like what, I know that we, we said that the, you said that the companionship is what they're mostly looking for and they're looking for someone that can help them bounce like the masculine and feminine. Um, but is 
sex, intimacy, and actual physical bodies touching in a sexual way a big part of it, or is it the other part that's bigger for you? Um, it all depends, but what I can, um, what I've noticed is that, and you know this um, also, that when a man and woman are together and you're connecting uh, and things are going, you know, just great, the chemistry is just great, 99.9% uh, .9 of, of the time, something's going to happen between them. Uh, and um, most of the time, uh, the clients are open uh, to it, um, to something happening. Mm -hmm. So, and if it does happen, you know, great. Um, they have a great time. Uh, we both have a great time together. So it's still about the chemistry and the connection. It, it's, it's always about the chemistry, the connection. Uh, and her feeling safe and comfortable. Which is also takes the pressure off. Again, it's like, yes. hey, you know, a, a sexual experience doesn't have to be the end result. There's no goal-oriented situation here. It's whatever. It's yeah, it's all about you. Like, let's, we yes. have an itinerary, but we could get off that itinerary depending on the connection, the chemistry of the evening. I could cook you some food. Mm -hmm. I could be eating sushi off your titties. Right? <laughs> 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 Yeah, take you a golf, go-karting, go-karting. Yeah, depends on what you need. I like that. So, I mean, that's another refreshing thing is that, the again, the no goals and no pressure, but also that sex doesn't always have to be on the table or sex is only on the table when someone feels really deeply connected and safe. And if they don't, then there's, again, no pressure. So, um, I, think yeah. it's, I mean, I wonder, so do you feel like – are, are people coming to you more so to feel like, are, are you getting folks that are coming to you to practice? Like are women coming to you to practice with you so that they know how to ask for what they want in other relationships with men? Or, and and is, it, is it more for practice, more for pleasure, more for companionship, more for healing? I mean, is there, or is it all of it? Um, there's less of the practice part. Um, I did have one client who wanted to um, uh, try some things out uh, with me so that she'd be more comfortable uh, trying it out with me and her partners. Uh, I had one that contacted me uh, that wanted to really explicitly try out something, um, uh, but did not feel confident um uh doing it with her boyfriend at the time uh but that was really just um to my knowledge two times a woman had approached me usually what it's really about is um uh let's have some companionship let's have some connection uh let's uh, do something um uh uh, more intimate if in fact if in fact I feel uh, safe and we're connecting and we're have a good we have good chemistry mm. um, that is that is uh, probably 80 maybe 90 percent um, of uh, our adventures so okay um We've talked before on our show about uh, the SESTA and FOSTA laws yeah. that were passed. Do you know anything about that? And has that affected your business? Because it's affected a lot of other sex workers across the U.S., mm -hmm. perhaps mm -hmm. across the globe, um, just because of Backdoor and Craigslist. And I know you have your own website, but obviously um, a lot of the folks that are speaking out are a lot of female-bodied sex workers, and you're obviously a male-bodied sex worker. I just wanted to know, because of safety issues, like a lot of those folks had to take to the streets to get work or take, you know, less desirable situations where they could do background checks before and they could pre-run their credit cards to make sure they were going to actually get the money. They, uh, so I, I was just curious if you've been affected by the SESTA FOSTA laws? Uh, uh, I have directly and uh, indirectly. Um, directly, some of my clients have been 
uh, female sex workers. Uh, and again, it goes back to um, they, like any other woman, wants to feel warmth. They want to feel connected. They want to be satiated. They want to feel whole. Uh, they want to feel and um, their own femininity through masculinity, uh, through someone else's, through a, through a guy's masculinity. Um, so because they're, they weren't working as much, they can't afford to hire me or they felt that they needed to pull back. Um, that was directly. Indirectly, uh, there, there were not very many advertising venues pre-Foster, but definitely post-Foster, there's even less. Uh, places uh, where uh, straight male escorts uh, can hire, um, can um, advertise. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and I think for our listeners that haven't uh, heard about this, we have past episodes. Um, one was with was uh, it Kim or Kim. yeah, Kimberly K. Yeah. yeah, Kimberly K. I forgot what number episode that was, but we talk about the laws and uh, what recently happened, and it was a crackdown to try to end. Um, human trafficking and but what it really and they were cracking down on the the databases like craigslist where people were advertising sex work but really what it also did was it just made it so everything had to go underground and um didn't necessarily make it safe for people and um, a lot of the sex workers we've talked to um it's just making things a little more sketchy and challenging and um just another way that the um, yield government's trying to control what we do with our bodies. And they're just lastly on that to not stay political because this is a really sexy uh, guest <laughs> that we have on. So I don't want to get too political. But lastly, if any of our listeners are interested, there's a Netflix documentary that just came out 17 minutes long. So it gives you it's by um, BuzzFeed just put it out. It's called. Um, uh, oh. God, I have to cl click through my memory bank. Um, it's a new series, but it's about like click this or something. And it's a 17 minute just rundown about what those laws are. So it's called oh. Horror's Day. The episode's called Horror's Day, Horror's Day, which is awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> Horror's Day. Horror's Day. <laughs> I, I want to read a line from your website that I like. Ooh, it's, you have to read it sexy. Um, okay. <clears throat> so from anthonyasanti.com, Anthony says, <laughs> Some women work to get pleasure. Wait, oops, already fucked it up. <laughs> That's what happens when you try to be sexy. See, you can't try these things, then it gets weird in my head. Okay, here we go again. Some men work to get pleasure from women. Bringing pleasure to women is my work. I didn't, I didn't say it the right way, but anyways, you say some men get... Wait, yeah, I don't like, I do it? Yeah, April, <laughs> some men work to get pleasure from women. Bringing pleasure to women is my work. Oh, good job. Good like job, that. April. Good job, mic yeah. drop. She's hired. <laughs> She's joining you in the workforce. Um, I like this. I like this, this, this statement like that, that there is in society, um, a lot of women are used to men trying to get something from them. And yes. to receive pleasure from them, and it's a very penis-centric society. Yes. Um, and that you're saying that that your your work, you know, your your this is what you're all about is bringing pleasure to women. It's all about the women. I'm, and I'm curious, and I kind of asked this a little bit before, um, but I'm wondering. Also, do you feel because we asked about if you're teaching uh, women a lot of things, but do you feel like you're healing a lot of aspects for them too? There, these things that are missing in their relationships of what that they're getting or not getting in their from from men um would you ask your question again please yeah i mean so do you find that your work is actually is it, is it a healing work you know is when you're and you're going on these dates with women you're providing the companionship and then you're touching them and they're touching you and you're showing up in this way where you're not trying to get pleasure from them you're there just to pleasure do you find that that's healing for them for a lot of your clients uh actually i find well that part the actual touching um, is uh, is healing. However, uh, a big part of the healing uh, is just um, a masculine man uh, having so much masculinity that it helps a woman feel her own femininity, which brings balance 
back to the woman, which really is the essence of health, mm-hmm. um, the balance part. Mm-hmm. It, it brings the balance psychologically uh, and even uh, physically uh, uh, more often than not. In fact, it used to be that women would go and we would see these old movies with Cary Grant and, 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 and uh, Clark Gable where the woman would be on the couch talking to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and she would be getting her, um, uh, her mental issues uh, taken care of. Well, that's not as pretty much these days you get when you go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you get doped up on a lot of, you know, medicines versus uh, the actual um, um, uh, counseling. Uh, and what happens here, at least in my practice, uh, is that we go into a number of different modalities from great conversations, uh, to physical touching, uh, to, uh, heck, I even did a session with a woman where we would even go into, are you familiar with prognostication? Um, Some people use, um, um, what do they call those? Um, um, The the little card, the, the cards, uh, where people, I forgot, I forgot what, I, I forgot uh, what they're called. I'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back. But it's all in the process of um, uh, actually um, healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. The, that balance is healing. So that it, through through the balance, that itself is the is a healing process. Not only that. Um, some women have told me that they are having better relations with their partners by engaging me. Uh, so that relationship that they have with their husbands or boyfriends uh, also uh, became healed ah, uh, through yeah. their um, uh, engagements with me. And that their their partners don't usually know that they're engaging with you, though, but they're still able to show up in a in a better way in their partnership. After some do, yeah. some do not. Yeah, I well, and I that's one thing with uh, with affairs, um, whether it's with someone you know a hired sex worker or not. That uh, not always, but sometimes affairs can work that way to actually yeah. help people show up as better partners, whether it's sexually or emotionally, and. And so I, I totally believe that. I think a lot of people would have a hard, have a hard time. Like they have very specific opinions on what's okay and what's not okay. But if you can think outside of that box, um, that, that if you think of someone goes and does their own healing or gets their own educational experience or whatever, um, when they show up back in the relationship part, they might be a little more whole, a little more, um, knowledgeable and more in tune with themselves and the intern be able to show up as a better partner. And I'm not necessarily saying advocating for that, that everyone should go and have a whole bunch of affairs so you could be a badass partner. And uh, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that it's always going to hurt the relationship. Just hire a professional in your relationship. No strings attached. No strings attached. Yeah. Hire yeah. Anthony Asante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anthony, do you have any tips for those, maybe those male listeners out there uh, who want to learn to be better lovers? Uh, sure. Um, April, I've been thinking that uh, men really do need to be able to genuinely put their own sexual gratification to the side mm. and make their woman's sexual gratification, the focal point, the thrust of that experience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to disagree with that. Yeah, everyone, you heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that is where that, um, well, if that happens, then what's going to be automatically involved 
or should be automatically involved is a lot more foreplay. I know guys, you know, always think that as soon as they are revved up, the woman is revved up. And uh, there has been so many studies, so many studies, and that 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 actually says the opposite. And really, one does not even have to go back to those studies. They can just look at their woman and, and know that they are not, the woman is not ready just because they're ready. They need to have at least, I would say, uh, for the most part, at least 30 minutes um, um, of foreplay before yeah, this anything. 30 minutes, everyone, did you hear that? 30 minutes most super spending like three minutes 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean if you have 30 minutes to watch a tv show you have 30 minutes to pleasure your partner this is true yeah and this isn't yeah. i mean this is speaking to everyone too i know plenty of women that are like oh, i have to spend five minutes playing with this cock like it's five minutes of pleasure body and enjoy the sensations yeah yeah many people don't know that there are many primary, secondary, and tertiary erotic zones. And, 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 and one should really, you know, hit them all. Um, in one session. That, I'm sorry? In, in one session, hit them all. I think so. Yeah. I think so. You don't just go right to primary. It's like, okay, we kiss for two seconds. I'm going right for the pussy. Yeah. This is this yeah. is why people are going to go see people like um, Anthony who know not to do that and can actually touch uh, bodies in the way that feels um, that is is welcoming and also is appreciative and considerate of um, what uh, individual body needs and wants. It's gonna be, I'm sure it's different for plenty of women too, right? One mm -hmm. woman's mm -hmm. warmed up in 10 minutes, another one's in 40 minutes. And it just, you, you can't, and there's a lot of things I think in relationships like, well, my, my last girlfriend, she got, she had an orgasm in five minutes. What's wrong with you? Every and woman is different. Every woman is unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what makes them special. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I may want to add, and I think you did um, uh, touch into this, uh, Amy. Um, when you hit those um, erotic zones, you start from the tertiary, then to the secondary, and then to the primary. Yeah. So what you was it? Was it kind of a tertiary erotic zone? Is that like your arms and you know the like a, something that people call wouldn't associate with sex? Is it with tertiary arms and your back and your belly and the anything dads? that is hold out your hand. Uh -huh. Just hold out your hand right now. Uh huh. Okay. Oh. April, take your fingertip and just gently slide it against my Amy. hand, not your hand. <laughs> She's your fingertip. Your 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 um. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, you're, um... She's doing it. It feels good. Think, now try your fingernail. Turn it over and try it with your fingernail. Oh, yeah. Different sensation. Slow, Different slow. sensation. Really? He's, he's watching us on video, everyone, so he's actually, like, yeah. making sure she's doing it. <laughs> Amy, how does that feel? That's nice. She says, my hand is sweaty. She's <laughs> complaining. She's complaining already. Don't do that when you're touching... Um, so, you know, it feels, it feels really good. And, it, and, it, and this is one of those things where uh, something that like wouldn't generally, thank you. Um, she says she likes some sweaty palms. Something that wouldn't generally <laughs> be associated with being erotic can all of a sudden feel sensual. Yeah. Yvonne. Yes. <laughs> Anthony, do you just want to watch this? Is that <laughs> no, no, no. You can stop now. I'm just making a point. <laughs> What's next? What's the next step? Okay, now nipples. Go. April, take your top off. <laughs> Wait. Well, this got escalated really quickly. <laughs> That's fun. I like this. It's good. He's good at what he does. Her shirt's off now. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, this is awesome. This has been been really, really great. I mean, I, I feel like I, I think that this is just giving a voice to, um, to the profession, to, um, the diversity of the profession, to, um, to, to women, you know, I mean, you're essentially an advocate for women. You're like, you're, you're supporting, yeah. uh, women's sexual pleasure. And it's so, I've always feel like it's so refreshing to have, um, 
to have a man's voice on um, on our team on our side to promote our pleasure. So thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate it. And um, we already said your website in the beginning. It's anthonyasanti.com. Um, so is this is this the best way for people to work with you? Is just to go to your website? Uh, yeah, just go to the website. Um, you probably want to read the homepage um, and any other page. Uh, that you want. There's a whole lot of information on that. I've spent the last four years building it up. Uh, but you definitely want to take a look at the donation page as well as the booking page and um, uh, fill out the booking page if you want to um, um, spend some time with me. Um, do you do consultations too? Like if people want to talk to you and get to a feel for you on the phone to, for what, however long to make sure it's a good fit? Uh, sure. Um, I do. I don't necessarily call them, uh, refer to them as, as, as consultations. It's more so uh, just getting a feel uh, for me. Some women request it. I always leave it uh, up to them. Some women don't want it. They already know that they want to uh, see me. Um, but, uh, there have been a few that have asked, you know, just to, uh, connect with me over the phone. Uh, and we've done that before. So, and, and of course, if you always, if you have a question, please feel free to, um, connect with me. Awesome. That was Anthony Asante, everyone. Thank you, Anthony. Can't wait to have this episode available <laughs> to all. So if you are into spicy you know, sex in general and hit up Anthony or just, you know, you want to cook you some dinner. Cause I, I was reading your website. Yeah. I'm like, I love the fact that you've cooked and you massage. I want all of those things all at once. So it's been a pleasure <laughs> spending our this afternoon with you and we hope you out there in listening land enjoyed having Anthony on the show. We will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Shameless Sex, y'all. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.